In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. Today's uh, gospel, which was dedicated to the new martyrs of, of Russia, as it's, as it's um, titled, but also could be called the new martyrs of Eastern Europe or the new martyrs under the communist yoke. We hear from our Lord uh, about the wars and the persecution and things which are to come. Now, these things that Jesus spoke were fulfilled directly, we know, um, not even uh, in 70 AD, when the Romans um, came into Jerusalem and destroyed Jerusalem. We also know that as the apostles preached that many of them were, well, every apostle except for John was in some way uh, martyred and killed and that the church was uh, persecuted at various levels in the early church now interestingly enough <coughs> around the time of Constantine and sometimes before that there was a sense of peace you know we had in 325 the first ecumenical council and you had what seemed to be the Empire converting to Christianity it was only a few years later that Julian the Apostate came to the throne of Rome. And again, a massive persecution of Christians, of destroying churches, and of, of killing. And then, of course, that went away. This also occurred, of course, in the history of, of Russia and the Eastern European countries where they had hundreds and hundreds of years of the Christian faith, what they perceived as a Christian empire, uh, in some places arguing that they were the fourth Rome, only to be at the turn of uh, time and at the turn of the, um, the mindset of the time, only to be conquered and to have Christianity brutally suppressed those who were punished by the communists were placed in prisons they were murdered they were put in work camps uh, you can read their stories the the depth of the most atrocious things that you can imagine one human being doing to another we hear about during the communist revolution and during and then continuing into the oppression of Christianity so this cycle this uh, these persecutions seem to be something that we can look at and, and that we should almost well we should expect them in the US we've had a long time of so-called peace uh, at least the wars have been overseas uh, as we would prefer them to be. We've had a long time of, of seeming political unity, although we don't seem so unified anymore. We had a long time where the predominant culture, we could say in our country, was Christian, 
and where if you ask people that Christianity was part of the identity of who they were, as, of who we were as a nation. But that time of peace is largely, has largely come to an end. And I'm not saying that we have to worry about going outside and running into a war. But if you watch the news and you spend time at any time listening or watching the news, you're aware that there are wars and rumors of wars and the possibility of spreading conflicts. You're aware that our politics around the world and here are very, very divisive. And that those who are our politicians and those who follow our various politicians always seem to be on the edge and pushing closer to the edge of some sort of violence. Some sort of um, either the threatening of the lives uh, of, of the politicians themselves or simply people inside groups amassing themselves, getting ready for the day when something really breaks out. On top of that, we can say that our Christian nation, our ideals have slowly been moving away and not so slow anymore. At one time, we'd say they were slowly going towards, uh, away from Christianity. But I think more and more we could say that this is moving faster. That has become, that we, just 10 years ago, we might be surprised at what people are believing and teaching and what our schools are teaching nowadays. So it's moving quickly. The zeitgeist of our age, the mindset of our age, is turning, often with an eye looking for someone to accuse, to say, why are things the way they are? Uh, just for an example, why are the rich rich? Why are the poor poor? Um, why can't all of certain behaviors be accepted? Who has set this culture? And uh, in the past, of course, it was uh, largely Christian. So it's not much of a um, surprise for me to tell you that there may be a time where our culture also flips. Just like it flipped in Jesus' time against him and crucified him. Just like it flipped after Constantine and when Julian the Apostate rose to the throne. Just like that Holy Russia that so many of us romanticize about, when Holy Russia decided to become or was overtaken by communists in what seemed to be overnight and massive persecution broke out. It's not so far-fetched to think that we Americans in the United States might face something more than a soft persecution, more than just simply a few lawyers arguing against us or a satanic statue being placed in a building, but something more aggressive. You know, they say that Satan is the, one of the things that's said is that he's the spirit of the air, that this is largely his realm on, on 
uh, largely his realm. And the thoughts, if you've ever paid attention to your thoughts, you may notice that as a group, as a country, as a state, as groups, that these thoughts seem to magically appear very quickly. All of a sudden, the fashion changes in the fashion industry. All of a sudden, the thoughts about um, how we raise our children change across the country. All of a sudden, almost anything can change. Because seeds are planted in people's minds, and it becomes easy to fall into the masses um, blind, blindly. So we can expect persecution at some time. And we should prepare for persecution, real persecution. And how do we prepare for this? Well, being faithful is the bottom line. And I know that I've mentioned being faithful over and over, but the simplicity of it is our relationship with Christ is going to be tested. So we have to do whatever we can to be closer to Christ. Those who are closer to Christ, though they die, they live. Those who are closer to Christ, even though they're martyred, their witness tells the faith and speaks the truth to the world. When we are close and faithful to Christ, even though we may go to prisons, even though our thoughts and our ethic and our morality may be removed from the public sphere, sphere we will proclaim Christ. And our lives will shine through as a light in the darkness. More than that, even though we may be persecuted and unpopular and be killed, there's the potential for us to be an example of life. The Christian message basically says this. I mean, it's not that exciting if you think about it. Uh, it says, be faithful, you know, pray, read your scriptures, grow in Christ. Yes, maybe miracles will happen. Yes, maybe heals, healing will happen. Yes, a few people will get peace in their souls. But most of the apostles, the apostles died in martyrdom. And, but what they left behind was the message, the only meaningful thing, the message of the gospel that spread to the entire world. So, as we commemorate today the, those martyrs who died under the yoke of commun communism, we are commemorating their witness to their faithfulness. And we're asking for their prayers that if we are to face those times here, or if we're to face those times anywhere, that by their prayers they would help us remain faithful to remain dedicated, to remain close to Christ so that we can pass on the gospel to the next generation so that our lives become witnesses to those who would come after us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, glory to Jesus Christ.